Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. How many of you love pain? Anybody this morning you would say, hey, yeah, sign me up for some pain today. No, nobody, no takers on that? If I send around a sign-up sheet, hey, give, give me some loss. I'll sign up for that, right? No, no Caesar? No, not for you? No. But if we had a menu and it's like loss, suffering, disappointment, problems, troubles, nobody's, nobody's getting any of that, right? Nobody? No takers, right? No, none of us, none of us like pain, none of us like suffering. We, we don't like to go through those things. What I've come to see and, and learn is that people hate pain when there's no purpose. I don't know if you've ever cried out to God before and said, hey God, why am I going through this? I don't understand it. I don't see the point. I, don't, I just, I don't get it. See, people hate pain when there's no purpose. But when pain has a purpose, people will do anything to endure it. In fact, some people will pay for it, Jonathan. It's crazy. How many of you have a gym membership? That you really haven't been able to use as much, right? Yeah, people pay to go and sweat and work out their muscles, right? Yeah, and feel the burn, you know? People will pay to, to do CrossFit. I tried CrossFit once, Mike, just on my own. I didn't, because I don't want to pay for that and, and cheap. Uh, but uh, I, I tried just some basic, like, at-home stuff, man, and my shoulder hurt. I don't know, I think I pulled something, Kelly. I don't, I don't know if I did it right. Maybe I should have done it with someone that knows what they're doing, but yeah, it was no fun. Uh, years ago, Haley, she has some friends, and they, they signed up for one of these 5Ks. You know, they do all, all these 5K runs. It's a color run, I think, out in St. Pete, where they throw that powder paint at you, you know? And, and I'm like, I, don't, I just don't get why people pay to go and run. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's like, things don't go together, Mike. This makes sense. But, but there's a purpose, you see. There's a payoff for working out and, and getting in shape and running and doing other things. There's a payoff. And people will endure pain when there's a payoff, when there's a purpose. Those of you uh, ladies in the room, you birthed a child. There was a purpose in all that pain that you went through, right? There was a purpose. So you were willing to endure that pain. When, when there's purpose in our pain, we will endure. If we look around the world today, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of pain that people are experiencing for one reason or another. Many of you, maybe you've gone through some things in this season or just in life in general. Maybe you've dealt with loss. Loss of a loved one or just loss of, of things. Loss of relationships. Maybe you've had financial struggles. Maybe through this season of life, there have been some, some issues going on with all the, the things with the, with the, the, the coronavirus and, and all the stuff that's just going on uh, right now. Maybe you're doing the best to raise your kids right now. And it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle. Maybe you're trying to do good. And you're, you're trying to do this Jesus thing. You're, you're trying to go to church and you're trying to do this, but, but, but it just feels like sometimes, like, is, is there a point to all this? We're real honest. The very real feelings that people go through with that. Maybe you feel like, man, I'm, I'm really trying to get out of debt, but it just, I'm trying, I'm trying, and I feel like there's some light at the end of the tunnel and something breaks. Right? That can, that can bring some pain, that can bring some struggle, that can bring some heartache. 
And sometimes we ask God, why? Why, why are we going through this? God, God why, why are you allowing me to, to endure this? Or why is this happening? And, 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 and there's a million things that we can try to, to talk about there. Because if God can do something, we, we talk about how he's all-powerful and he's, he's all-knowing and, and all these things, right? But, but why, do, why do I experience some of the things that I go through? I don't know if you've ever felt like that before. You're not alone. If you look throughout Scripture, we see many people deal with the same things. King David, there were often times when he was pursued by his enemies. And there were many moments that we see, especially throughout the Psalms that he, he wrote, where he cries out to God, God, where are you? Many times he would say, God, are you even listening? God, do you even care if, if you know the story of Job, right? You know the story of Job. That he, he lost everything. His house, his wealth. He was a very wealthy man. He, he, lost, he lost it all. His friends weren't the best friends in the world. His wife even looked at him and said, why don't you just curse God and die? That boils all over his body, right? Why do you have to go through that? John the Baptist was a relative of Jesus, right? He was a relative of Jesus. And, 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 and his whole sole purpose was to lead the way for Jesus to come, right? And so we see John the Baptist, he's baptizing people. He's telling them about the coming of, of the Messiah. And lo and behold, here comes Jesus. And John says, uh, make way for the Lamb. Makes way the sins of the world, right? And many people struggle with that because John was kind of their guy, right? And many people struggle with that. They're like, hey, what do we do now? Do we, do we go to you or do we go to, to Jesus now? And he's like, no, I'm not even worthy to tie his sandals, right? I'm not, I'm not, you, that, this is the guy. This, this is the Messiah. This is the one. I'm leading you to him. And all this time, all this ministry, all this that he's done actually led him to prison. He was arrested for doing his calling, right? It's not fair, is it? John's shoes for a minute. We're thinking, all right, I'm doing ministry. Jesus is here. Oh, man, I got arrested, yeah, for doing that. But, but man, Jesus has got this. This is Jesus. He can do anything. I know he can do anything. Like we say that story, right? I've got to imagine John is in prison saying, everything is possible. Uh, uh, nah, you know, he's coming. But it doesn't happen, does it? He's, he's not let out of prison. He loses his ministry, put in prison, and then he loses his life. And I'll keep that PG because there's kids in the it's, it, it stinks the way, I mean, that's as bad as it is, but the way he lost his life, you know? It didn't get any better for him. Jesus had the power to rescue John. He probably could have, but he did it. And it'd be easy in those moments to say and to ask, where are you? What, why am I going through this? And we end up having more questions oftentimes than we have answers. And, and I, you know, I, I, don't have, I don't have all the answers for you today. But what I do know is that I can point you to the one who one day will have the answer. I can point you to the one who is the answer. I can point you to the one. I can put your hand in the hand of the man who walked on some water. Come on, somebody. I can put you in position to experience our Redeemer. I can put you in position to see your healer today. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. So what do you do when you are in the middle between your pain and your purpose? We've been in a series called Meet Me in the Middle. So what do you do when you're in between your pain and your purpose? 
When you're in the middle of those questions, God, why? God, where are you? What does all this mean? Is there a point to any of this? I want to help you out with that today. When God doesn't seem fair, when life doesn't seem fair, when God seems distant to us in moments where we feel like we need Him the most, when you don't see a point, you don't see a purpose in your pain. I want you to see pain differently. It's going to sound really strange. I want you to see pain differently uh, today. And the first thing I want to help you do is see that God has a purpose in your pain. Even in your pain, God has a purpose. Far too often, though, in that pain, we're dealing with the pain, we're dealing with the problem, and, and that seems too big. And sometimes we forget how big our God is. And that even in our pain, there's purpose. And if you're watching online today, thanks for tuning in with us. And I hope you get to see this as well as we all do. God has a purpose even in your pain. Someone lets you down. Things don't go the way that you think that they should. You lose something or someone important to you. Someone takes advantage of you. Going through sickness, cancer, or COVID. Dealing with a job loss, loss of a loved one. Flat tire, bad day, debt, whatever it might be. What do we do in those moments? How do we see our pain? How do we see our suffering? Even in those crazy things that are like God has a purpose in the pain. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 through 7. 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7 says this. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. Again, in those moments, this is a difficult pill to swallow right here, isn't it? It's like, what you say, man? Joy? I'm not feeling real much. You know, I feel a lot of joy right now. I'm kind of going through it, brother. Like, and I hear you. And I hear you. There's some things that we're going to endure for just a little while. But these trials in verse 7 will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Through your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed in the whole world. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you. Lord, even for pain today. I know we, that sounds weird to even say. That doesn't even roll off the tongue very nice. God, help us to see, even when we endure difficult things in this life, that even on our, in our pain, there is purpose. If we'll simply turn our eyes to you, if we'll simply learn to trust you more in those moments and lean into you more in those moments, God, well, we will see the purpose in the pain. Help us to see that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If we'll learn to just endure those things, if we'll learn to ask the right questions in those moments, God, why am I going through this? God, what can you show me through this pain? God, what can you show me through this difficult thing that I'm going through? God, what, what am I supposed to learn? What, what is the purpose in this pain? And as you pray through that, because see, these are the moments where we, our faith is tested. These are the moments when we really need to have it. It's easy to have faith on the mountain high, right? When everything is good, we can pray. It's real easy when everything is so 
feeling good, but what about those moments in life where things are, are not so good and they're different? Those are the moments where you need God more. Those are the moments where we need even more faith. We, we, we tend to shy away from God in those moments. Babe, come on, let's, let's lean into God even more. Let's praise Him even more. Let's shout even louder in those moments. And as we do that, as we learn to seek God more in those moments, as, as we learn to pursue Him even more in those moments, we begin to see that purpose, even in those painful times. I think it's important for us to understand that, that God doesn't cause pain. He may allow us to go through some things that will test us. Right? You can't have a testimony without tests, right? And there may be some things that we go through that will test our faith, but God doesn't cause pain. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. God doesn't cause pain, but guess what? God can always use pain. And He will. He will use it for your glory, right? There's a young lady that was in our youth ministry. Her name's Carly. She was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at, uh, I believe, the age of 14. You can imagine the difficulty of, of going through that. And God has really used that in her life. And she's not allowed that to, to, to keep her stuck. She's not uh, allowed that to hold her back. But she's used it. And God sent some incredible things in her life. And I was able to video her this week. So we have that video testimony here. It's real quick. Uh, but I just wanted to share her story with you for just a few moments. So God. Hi, my name is Carly Drapp, and I was in Pastor Kyle and Pastor Haley's youth ministry for many years, and I love them so much, and I just wanted to share my story with you guys. So when reflecting back on my childhood, everything was really normal for a long time, but that all changed whenever I was 12 years old because I was diagnosed with the incurable autoimmune disease, type 1 diabetes. Basically, my pancreas no longer produces insulin, and so I have to manually manage my blood sugar and inject insulin into my body for the rest of my life. This was very hard, and the next few years were filled with lots of high and low blood sugars and hospital visits. Then things took a turn for the worse whenever I was in eighth grade because I was diagnosed with neurocardiogenic syncope due to low blood pressure. My blood pressure would go really low and then I would just faint all the time and it got to the point where I couldn't even stand up and I was in a wheelchair for about six months. My mom had to pull me out of public school. So battling these two illnesses at 14 years old was very difficult and it began to take a toll on my mental health and I found myself feeling depressed and hopeless. And I just remember expressing to God that I couldn't handle this pressure anymore. But our God is so good and so faithful. And even though I was in this painful situation, he never left my side and was always there to give me joy and peace in the midst of my circumstances. You see, as Christians, it's really important to understand that pain in this lifetime is inevitable. I mean, Jesus literally said in John 16, 33, in this life, you will have trouble. And so once we have an understanding of this, I think it can help us to learn how to be able to cope with it. Because you see, the enemy wants to use your pain to destroy you. And in that moment where I felt so broken, that could have um, ended up in destruction. But God wants to use your pain to transform you. You see, what I didn't see then is in the midst of those challenges, 
God was preparing me and teaching me and giving me wisdom and allowing me to grow deep roots of faith in him that would later help me in doing what he was calling me to do in ministry. But you see, not knowing that I had to make a decision in faith at 14 years old, that no matter what kind of painful circumstances I was in, I was going to trust God and I wasn't going to let that stop me from doing what he was calling me to do. And so four years later, I am now 18 years old. I recently graduated from high school and from HCC with my AA degree. Um, I'm almost done with my second year of the Arise School of Ministry. I'll be a licensed minister with the Assemblies of God soon. I'm an avid tutor at Marshall Middle School. I sponsor the Teens for Christ Club there. Um, I'm on staff for Youth Alive Florida and help direct their internship. And all of this has happened and I never thought that I would be here in that moment when I was 14 years old. And so I hope that my story can be an encouragement to you that no matter what you're going through, God can use your pain for a purpose. And I also wanna share with you that God healed me of neurocardiogenic syncope. And that's something that I no longer have to battle anymore. And so our God is so good and so faithful. And I can tell you that I would not be the person that I am today if I hadn't have experienced those challenges in my life. Amen. Try having a student in your youth ministry that faints every week, and you don't know whether it's the Holy Ghost or, or what it is. Because uh, it will be every Wednesday, right around the end of service, and uh, out. And we can joke about it out, but uh, I, I remember we were at a youth rally right down the road at Pleasant Grove. And uh, we were at a youth rally, and I had to go into the, the women's bathroom because she couldn't go, she couldn't stand up. She was that weak, and, and I had to pick her up. And, and take her out and take her to her truck because her dad had picked her up. We were at a youth convention one time, um, and uh, at 2.30 in the morning, Haley calls me, Kyle, you gotta come to the room. Probably passed out again. I'm like, oh my goodness. And we were there, her parents were nearby. Uh, you know. Can you imagine that? At such a young age, and everything that's going on in the teenager's life, all the hormones, where all the parents are teenagers in the room, right? All the hormones and all the things going on, not everyone else to go to public school, she wasn't able to go to youth camp with us in the summers. It's just hot. It, 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 on top of all those other things. And, and, and for many of us, we probably would have said, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I don't, I don't know if I can deal with this anymore. But, but she was able to look at it. And I'm, not, I'm not downplaying it all. Like, it was a struggle. We were right there with her every step of the way. It was a struggle. But, but for her to say, no, I'm not going to let this stop me from, from living my life. I'm not going to let this stop me from what God has me to do. I mean, goodness, she was in high school, taking classes at HCC, uh, doing all this and going to school ministry all at the same time. I think you're such an overachiever. You know, get out of here. But, but my goodness. She's going around speaking with youth a lot at a different time of day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's doing more than many adults are doing today that have perfectly normal, normal healthy lives, right? She didn't let it stop her. In fact, she said, God, how can, how can we use this? What can we do with this? It's here. I have it. So God, what can I do? She didn't ask for this, but God used it for his glory. And if we learn to shift our mindset, shift our perspective, when it comes to pain and suffering and dealing with these hard times in our life and learn to say, God, 
Right. It's here. I'm dealing with it. God, what can you do through this? God wants to use your pain for a purpose. And again, when we don't see a purpose, we hate it. But we'll endure it. We'll know it and understand what the purpose is. God has a purpose even in your pain. The next thing I want you to understand is this, is that God is present in your pain. It doesn't feel like that sometimes. Feels like God is distant. It seems like I'm not really here. But I think the problem is because we're not seeing what we want to see. We're not seeing the answer that we want to see. We're not seeing God move the way that we think he should. We forget that God is working behind the scenes all the time. Psalm 46.1 says that God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. See, again, we, we want God to give us what we want, right? Which is usually in pain and in suffering. God, give me a way out of this, right? God, give me an answer to this. God, heal me. God, deliver me. God, take this. Uh, you know, Paul, Paul often talked about this thorn that he had in his flesh. God, take this thorn from my flesh. Right? Take this obstacle uh, away. We often want God to, to give us what we want. But God shows us that he is what we need. Do you see that? God shows us that he is, oftentimes we are looking for the wrong thing. And rightly so, because no, again, no, none of us want pain, none of us are signing up for any of those things, right? So we're looking for that way out, but God is just simply wanting us to look to Him. He is what we need. Mentioned Paul, he talked about having this thorn in his side. We don't know what that was, it's not listed, we just know it was something that he suffered greatly with and he prayed about. And God speaks to him in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, and says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. God, take this thorn from me. God, take this suffering. God, take this pain. God, take this trouble from me. And, and God's answer is, my grace is sufficient for you. And if we're honest in our humanness, okay, cool, God, yes, your grace is awesome, but God, I want the pain to go away, right? God, I want the struggle to go away. God, God says no sometimes, doesn't he? We simply need to learn to rest in his grace. What is grace? Grace isn't just forgiveness of our sins. It's so much more than that. Grace empowers us. It empowers us to endure many things in this life. Grace empowers us to win in this life for God. So God heal me. God change my circumstances. God fix my problem. God relieve my pain. And sometimes he says no. My grace is sufficient. If you continue reading in that verse in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, uh, at the end of 9 and going into 10, it says, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That doesn't make sense to us. Yeah, man, we brag about all kinds of things, right? We brag about our smart kids, and you quit the bumper sticker, and my kids in order. We brag about our kids that, that, that play hard in their game. We, we boast about our team winning. We don't boast about the team losing, right? We boast about the team winning. We, we, we brag and we boast about all kinds of things. But do you brag and boast about your pain? Do, do you say, woohoo, yes, I got me some pain today. Yeah. Finally, I got some suffering in my life. This is, this is strange. This is foreign to us. Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. So that his grace will rest on me. That's why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses. 
I delight in insults and hardships and in persecution and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. See, he, he understands pain, but he also understands purpose in the pain. So you know what? Next time you have that headache, delight in the headache and allow it to be a time that draws you closer to God. And rely on Him even more. Delight in that job search because you know that God is your provider and not just a job. I, I delight in hard seasons because it's breaking me of self-sufficiency and it's teaching me to trust in God even more. I delight in lonely seasons because I know that God is Emmanuel. He is God with us. There is pain even in our purpose and God is present even in the middle of that pain. And today, again, you might have some of those questions. God, why, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to bad people? Listen, this is what I, I know we live in a fallen world. I know we live in a fallen world of sin and sickness and death. But I know that God is good and he is good all the time and that he is just. It may not seem like he's fair, but he is just and he is good. And guess what? I'm glad that he's not uh, fair sometimes because he was. if he was fair, I would get what my sins deserve. God is good and God is just. Psalm 103, 10 through 12. God does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Oftentimes we ask, why God? Where? Where are you? What's going on? God may say to us, there's a reason you don't understand it now. Just like Carlos, you didn't understand it in the moment. But in the middle of our pain and purpose, we, we may not understand it. But God has a plan, even in our pain. So will you see pain and suffering differently? Will you allow that to hold you back? Will you allow that to keep you stuck? Or will you allow it to propel you even more into the purposes that God has for you? God has a purpose in your pain. He is present in your pain. What I know about pain is that it, it, it warns us that pain tells us something is wrong, doesn't it? Think about it. If, if we didn't experience pain, think about how, how that might play out. So see if you step on a nail at work, right? That, that's a legit thing that can happen now. It happens. And it's no fun, is it? But imagine if you didn't feel that pain and you just walked around either with a nail in your foot or a hole in your foot, right? You can see what would happen if you don't treat that right away. You get infection. If you didn't know it was there, you didn't experience that pain, right? That doesn't make sense. Imagine if your uh, appendix ruptured, but you didn't feel the pain. You didn't have the warning signs, right? That could be very bad for you. Right? Pain warns us. Pain alerts us of danger. Spiritually speaking, it makes us aware of sin. It reveals who you are. Pain also gives you what pleasure never could. Without pain, you would never truly appreciate hope. Without pain, you would too easily forget your need for God. Without pain, you would neglect your need for saving and salvation. Pain gives us an awareness of the most important things in life. Love, God, family, and hope. Let's learn to, to look at our pain differently. Don't just look at life from a perspective of pain in, in, in that God, here's what I lost, here's what I'm going through, here's what hurts. 
Here's what's not fair, but learn to see your pain from a perspective of purpose today. Because pain is actually prep for your purpose. We've got we to shift our thinking. We've got to shift how we're seeing those things. Pain can actually prep you for your purpose. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him. Oftentimes, we, we skip the second half of this verse. We're going to stop doing that. Yes, God works all things together for our good. But for the good of those who love Him and have been called according to His purpose. God works all things together for our good. Even pain, whether it's a breakup, a bad investment, a decision that you regret, God works all things for our good according to whose purpose is purpose. For those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. Not according to your pain, according to His purpose. But Pastor, you don't know how much I hurt. Yeah, I kind of do. We've all experienced some hurt and some pain along the way. I know what it's like to hurt. I know what it's like to, to struggle at times. In fact, can I, say, I, I don't have this great, amazing conversion story. You know, I never, never struggled with drugs or, or alcohol or, or any of those kind of things growing up. I, I tried to, to stay focused. And I don't have this great awakening where, where God said, oh, and he had this Paul moment where he kicked Paul off the donkey. Figuratively, obviously, but and I think of this great thing on sign that says, You are chosen. I was raised in church. Like I said, I kept my nose pretty clean. But my story is wrapped up in this, in that God is the only thing that's ever made sense in my life. I don't know if you've got some things that you've ever encountered that have not made sense. Sometimes being in debt doesn't make sense. You don't know how you got there. Sometimes relationships don't make sense. Sometimes the government doesn't make sense. Sometimes the world right now, the world doesn't make sense, right? But God has been the only thing that has made sense in my life. That, that's my story. That's my story. According to his purposes. See, I've been through some things. But the very thing that you might be dreading today, God wants to use to develop you. The very thing that you are dreading, God might want to use to develop you. Worship team, you guys can come on up. There is pain sometimes in this life. And pain is the price for a greater reward. When the Apostle Paul wrote to the church that we're reading about today, the Corinthian church, uh, they were struggling to find purpose behind their pain. And he wrote these timeless words that still ring true. For us today, he said, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Aiden, can you help me out? Come up here real quick. Aiden, um, Aiden plays baseball, and uh, you can hold on to it. Put your, put your medal on Stand up here where everybody can see your hands and face. In place baseball, and in the fall, his team, they won a championship, right? They got a nice little medal here, yeah. Medal. I, I never had a championship medal. I had a runner-up one one time. I never won a championship. He's eight years old. He was seven at the time. Won a championship already. Got a trophy. It felt good, didn't it, bud? Guys, when they, they, they 
Line it all up. You guys won. Yeah. He told me, he would tell everybody, you wore the medal at school the next day, didn't you? Yeah. All the practice. I mean, he didn't like to go to practice sometimes. And all he wanted to do was hit. That's why he didn't want to go out in the field and shack balls. All the running of the laps. All the practice. All that they had to endure was worth it when they held up that medal at the end of that championship game. And there's a great reward for us that even though we might endure struggles here on this earth, pain, suffering, struggles, there's a great reward for us. We don't see it in the middle of the pain, but there is purpose. And when we know the purpose, we will endure the pain. tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.